sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Hey, Jolenta. Hey, Kristen. It has been a while since we talked to Brian. Uh, yes, I am dying to know what he's up to and uh, whether or not he's in Phoenix or Chicago. Yeah, I mean, is it even possible to plan a move or to make a move at this point when we're all on stay-at-home orders? I do not know, and we definitely need to check in with him. Yes, let's do it, and let's also read some listener mail. Uh, yes, please. Love that listener mail. Let's get this. We love you, and so can you follow-up episode started. After each main episode of We Love You and So Can You, we do a follow-up with the most recent guest because, like you, we're dying to know how they're doing. So last week, our episode was all about Brian. He's a graphic designer in Phoenix who decided that he was going to uproot his entire life and move to Chicago just because. When we first met him, he was worried that he might lose motivation to stay on top of all that a move entailed. But after two weeks of living by our prescription, he realized that what his friends had been telling him all along was true. He had the motivation, and he had plenty of people cheering for him along the way. So let's find out if that motivation is still going strong. Lindsay, could you get Brian on the line, please? Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, I think. You know, uh, as well as can be expected these days. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a lot has changed in the world since we last talked with you. So um, I imagine a lot of the things that you were working on with us that, I don't know, maybe your plans have changed, have they? I would say they have been put on pause, not necessarily changed, but the pause button has definitely been hit by the coronavirus. (laughs) Yes, yes. And like where in the process has it been hit. So prior to all the physical distancing that we're doing, you know, I had been doing the things of like applying for jobs, mm-hmm. reaching out to people and stuff like that. To be honest, it wasn't going super great. Like, um, I think just, you know, we talked about frustrations of job hunting last time. And one of them was like, people never get back to right. you. And so I got one rejection, like almost immediately. And that was it. Like everything else was just like blowing out into the wind Mm -hmm. and never hearing from it ever again. So I was starting to kind of like formulate plans like, okay, maybe it'd be better just for me to focus on saving money and then moving and everything like that. And then like the world started falling apart, Mm. you know? Right. right, Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So I'm guessing that means that your job hunt is now going to be slowed down even more because, you know, we have this massive economic upheaval and a huge unemployment rate right now. So uh, do you have a new timeline now that you're looking at? Not yet. I'm kind of waiting to see, like, like for now, like, 
I mean, I work in the public sector, and so my job traditionally would be a little bit more secure than a private sector job. But with this particular um, economy crisis, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, you know, because if if sales tax isn't coming in, then we don't have budgets to fund public employees either. You know, mm. um, so for now, like I'm staying put. But I mean, who knows? Like. I could lose my job like in a month. My apartment's being sold right now. Oh. I have no idea what's going to happen with that. Whoa. So that's like, heavy. Right. It could be that I don't have a job or a place to live. So why not just pick up and move? Who knows? I'm just sort of taking it day by day right now. And how are you dealing with the day by day, like emotionally? I don't normally deal with uncertainty very well. I know. I <laughs> mean, it's not I'm a like, fun thing to deal with ever. Right. I'm a list maker. I like knowing what's going on. I'm very routine oriented and stuff like that. And right now, all of that is like in flux. Mm. Like, I didn't know that staying home 24 hours a day was going to be this difficult. You know, just having the act of like getting up and going to work was like a big deal to me, it turns out. And now it's like strange, you know, just. I, you hear everyone talking about the blurring of days and totally. everything. I totally there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I make plans with all my friends to be on Zoom and to do FaceTime and stuff like that and just sort of check in with people and, you know, just also kind of keep in mind that everybody's going through this and showing grace to people who, you know, might be going through something also similar to me, you know, in terms of like panic and dread and things like that. Oh, I love your big heart is shining through right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious, are these things that you're doing to stay connected to everybody else around you to um, make sure that everybody feels seen? Do you feel at all like this is giving you practice for when you do eventually move to Chicago? I think so. Now that you Put it that way. Yeah, definitely. You know, I meet, I started reaching out to people like I don't normally talk to oh, totally. on a regular basis or anything like that. Just started like... Like that asshole from high school or... <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> Not that guy. <laughs> but like, you know, I worked with like an intern last year and um, she has since moved on. But I kind of checked in with her like a month ago. Like, hey, how are you doing? And, and um, stuff like that. Just like people that... I maybe don't talk to regularly, but just want to make sure that they're doing okay. That's so mm. sweet. That really is. What are the other ways you're staying connected with people that you're not physically close to? Like, how are you practicing, like, stretching that muscle? I, um, well, one thing I've done is I've sort of taken to sending things through the mail. You know, because oh. everybody likes getting oh cards and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you're helping the dying postal system right now, too, with that. <laughs> right. I love the postal system. <laughs> yes. USPS forever. Um, I recently had, like, a Crafternoon online that I went to. And I made these what? little cross-stitch note cards. And so I sent those to some people. Oh, my gosh. That That's amazing. I love that. You, do you have any photos of those? We want to see those. Uh, I might. I think so. I'll have to look. <laughs> wow. I love that. I, I have not done anything like that yet. I have to say all my happy hours uh, are essentially just like, let's drink. Yeah. And then the other thing I've done, I sort of started when all of this physical distancing started is um, 
It's something I kind of put on hold for a while, but I started a newsletter with my friends. So I just sent them a link and like, oh hey, gosh. sign up for this. And then like every two weeks, I just send them a list of links of like, hey, here's stuff that I've been doing and like, you know, things like that. Oh, that's such a that. smart idea. Oh, I love that so much. Wow. I feel like these are all things Jolenta. Let's let's write these down and steal them for future episodes of We Love You. <laughs> I know, right? Like, wait a minute. Send a newsletter. That's a yes, freaking great idea. Yes, we are learning so much. Yes, we're learning so much from you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, one thing that Jolenta and I and the listeners absolutely loved that you did with us was your Chicago Vision notebook. And we're curious, do you still ever look at it? What does it feel like to look at it now? You know, it's funny. I... I hadn't looked at it in a while because I keep it in a backpack that I take to work. And because I haven't been going to work, I've been working from home, I haven't needed that backpack. So I realized this weekend, I was like, oh, wait, I haven't looked at this in a while. So I did pull it out. It's a little bittersweet looking at it, but it's also mm-hmm. um, it's also that kind of reminder of like, yes, this is what the ultimate goal is. Yeah, that makes sense. It's hard when you're sort of in a forced stasis. So when you think about the future, when you can actually move someday, what are you most looking forward to about Chicago? And what do you think the first thing you're going to do in Chicago is? Oh, wow. That's a huge question. (laughs) Um, I think the first thing I want to do is hug my friend Gail because I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We've been staying pretty connected through this, but... um, Like, I really miss her right now. Yeah, I bet. And then just to go for a walk in that beautiful city would be great. I think it's weird none of your plans involve a deep dish, (laughs) but that's okay. (laughs) I love the answers you gave. I love the idea of hugging somebody you love very much and then walking around and looking at the beauty that's in your favorite city. We're excited for you to finally do that when this is all done with. I know. I will let you guys know when that happens. Um, Let us know before, and then we'll just fly there and join you. We'll go on a walk with you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Brian. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye. We love you. We love you, too. (laughs) Bye. Love y'all. I love Brian so much. So do I. I mean... He's going to be fine no matter what he does, no matter where he goes. He's got his friends. He's got mm-hmm. his belief in himself. And he's got his beautiful journaling, which, you know, Jolenta, I know, I I know you love that journaling. He's got a vision board journal. <laughs> yes, yes. A vision but journal. <laughs> you need to trademark that. I'm sorry. Well, I had does. to. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Brian and I are going into business together. You'll hear about it later. In the meantime, huge thanks to Brian for sharing his story with us. Yes. Thank you, Brian. And thank you also for sharing those amazing photos you sent us of your crafternoon and you and your parka and all the other images you sent to us. We're going to make sure that those are on Insta for everyone to see as well as on Twitter and on the We Love You Facebook community. You can join the community by going to facebook.com slash groups slash We Love You Pod. And on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at We Love You Pod. Reminder for all of you out there who want to be just like Brian, who want to be a guest on We Love You, you can do it. All you have to do is write to us at We Love You Pod at gmail.com. Again, that's We Love You Pod at gmail.com. Tell us about your predicament. Tell us about why you're so lovable. We know you're lovable. 
On that note, we're going to love you while we take a break. And when we come back, we're going to hear from you. We're going to hear all those listener letters about the Brian episode. So stick around. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently. Acapella.edu. We're back with listener mail, and we got a ton of it this week. And first up, listeners who've also made big moves, just like Brian. Yup. Nellie wrote to say, I also moved across the country from Phoenix back in 2011, but instead of moving to Chicago, I moved to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. It was so much more difficult than I anticipated. It involved leaving all of my immediate family and friends, as well as a five-year relationship, but it ended up being one of the best decisions I ever made. I met my husband in North Carolina and have been able to establish a great career. It's so hard, but the risk is worth it. Wow. I love that story, Nellie. Yes. Leaving, that's leaving a lot behind. And in that way, it sounds different from Brian because Brian had so much to go to. He had so many friends. He had this city that he mm, knew right. so well that he'd visited so many times. I think Brian said over a dozen times he's been to Chicago. So yeah. Oh, totally. That is a big change, Nellie, doing all of that when you have a five-year relationship, all your friends and family. But I think you're great proof that things can turn out fantastically well, even when you're leaving a lot behind. And like, hopefully with great risk comes great reward. That's a saying for a reason, right? Yes. Yes. And I agree with that. I do. Or like, yeah, like bravery hopefully is worth it sometimes. Like going out on your own. Like, yeah. Yes. It's awesome. Yes. Here's another story from someone who moved. Andrea. She says... I've also made some big moves in my life, most notably from Toronto, Canada to New York a few years ago. And like Brian, it was just because I wanted to. I was not chasing a job or a relationship. I just loved New York and how it made me feel. Fortunately, like Brian, mm. I had a few friends in New York already and my friends back home were cheering for me. But I think one way that Brian has a leg up is that he's already folded his friends into his emotional journey in ways I never thought to. I'm talking specifically about having his friend in Phoenix mail him his letter to his future self in Chicago. I cried during that part of the episode. It truly was such a caring thing for Brian to do. Oh, totally. Yeah, I, I also cried during that. Oh, we all cried, right? <laughs> the whole world cried. We all cry all the time, but yeah, no. I think it's just so caring. And like, I feel like I still can't get a hang of this, like from when I moved to New York from San Francisco. And that was like over a decade ago. And like, Brian's like still doing it better than me. And he hasn't even moved. Yeah. Brian, love that you did that. I mean, I almost feel like Brian needs to host a show about how to be awesome. His show could just be called How to Be Awesome. Just how to be like a killer good friend. Yeah. He's so good at it. He is so good at it. Um, this next letter about a move came from Kathleen. 
Kathleen says, I also made a big move at the beginning of the year, before COVID-19, obviously, from New York to Miami. I'm a little older than Brian, but like him, I'm in my 50s. And my thinking was, if not now, when? When I'm 60? When I'm 80? And I'm so glad I did it. I'm still adjusting to my new city. Not always easy when we're supposed to be staying at home most of the time. And there are definitely those days when I tell myself, you can always move back to New York if you want to. But overall, I do not regret the move. Life's an adventure. Yay, Kathleen. Yes, Kathleen. Yes, I love it. I also love that she does have to tell herself some days, you can always move back to New York if you want to. Mm -hmm. You know, no move has to be permanent. You're not trapped. Um, Exactly. And the idea that you can go back if you feel like it, it's fine. It doesn't make you a failure. It's just like, I tried that. I can go and do something else. I can go back to where I was. I can go somewhere new. It's totally fine. And and I just think that's such a great attitude to have. And, you know, I think Brian probably, when he does get to Chicago, is going to be happy there and stay there. But Maybe there will be those days where he'll say, hey, I can always go back if I want to. And if he does, that's great. That's totally fine, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no shame in trying something and being like, eh, it's not a permanent thing for me. Like, that way you'll never regret not trying it. It's fine. Yes. I like it. Yes. Now, Kathleen talked about her age in her letter, and she is not the only Mm -hmm. one who thought about age listening to Brian's story. Uh, Here is a letter from Melanie. Melanie says... I sometimes long to make a big change in my life, not moving across the country like Brian, but switching careers or shaking up my life in some other way so that I can be happier and less in a rut. But then I tell myself, come on, you're 43 years old, you're not fresh out of college, you can't just switch careers or join a rock band, you missed your chance to be a backpacker or a riot girl, but hearing Brian tell his story really made me pause and rethink my assumptions. Why can't I do things that might make me happy at this age? Is it really as impossible as I think? Am I being ageist against myself, defeatist because I'm scared of failure, caught up in how I think others might judge me? Brian gave me a lot to think about. I feel like, really, the older you get, the more equipped you are to do the things you want to do, right? Like, it's not as, like, sexy as when, like, 15-year-olds and 20-year-olds do it. I don't know why I'm calling 15-year-olds sexy, (laughs) but... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not like the fun young backpacker riot girl, but who gives a shit? Like, you're the one who like knows how life works and like has experience under their belt and like is cool in that way. Like, you're I feel like you're always just more equipped as you age to do everything cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And also hopefully more well equipped to not end up in terrible peril. I mean, I just think about some of the situations yeah. I got into when I was younger and oh, part God. of it was like I didn't have the sense of judgment to know how to deal with situations that were uncomfortable. I didn't know how to say no yet. Um mm-hmm. there were those things, but then there were also like logistical Yay. things of like oh, crap, I've never made more than $6 an hour in my entire life, and now I'm in a place where it costs way more than $6 an hour to pay the rent. Now what am I going to do? Am I going to have enough to eat this month? And I definitely think that for me at least, the older I get, the less worried I I get, like, am I going to eat today? And back then I sometimes worried about that. So, yeah, totally agree with you, Jalenta. When we get older, we're frequently so much more well-equipped for all sorts of things. Oh, and one other thing, Jolenta, you've said this before on this show, on other shows, Mm -hmm. the older we get, oftentimes also like 
just the more awesome we are. <laughs> we have better stories. We have I fully agree. Yeah, we have better stories. We're better at being friends. We're better at doing lots of things in life that and it just makes us more interesting and more awesome. So yeah, if not now, when? You can yeah. do it anytime. True that. All right, moving on. I want to get to a few responses we got from people who wrote in with tips for Brian as he prepares for his move, because who doesn't love a hot moving tip? Yes. So up first, we have Sharon, who says, Brian, you're going to have a great time in Chicago. I know that a lot of what's drawing you there right now are the museums and monuments and the energy. But one thing I'd also encourage you to do is take part in the natural beauty of the city. It's way more than a place for parkas. Try swimming in Lake Michigan in the summer. Admire the multicolored deciduous trees in the fall. Walk through all the parks in spring and watch the flowers grow. Chicago is wonderfully different from Phoenix in lots of ways, not just culturally. That is such a good point. I mean, you know, Brian really was Mm -hmm. focusing a lot on the energy of the city, the culture, the people, and so on. But it also is just like you're moving from a desert to a place with one of the largest bodies of water in the world. Yeah, to a place like built on a lake and a river and like all sorts of cool shit. Yeah, it is such a beautiful city. And I mean, I just I could talk about Chicago all day just because I it's one of my favorite cities in the world. Mm. It's very beautiful. But yeah, all of that natural beauty stuff, too. Yeah, take that in. It's not just that parka that keeps your butt and thighs warm. It's a lot more than that. (laughs) (laughs) True. We also got this letter from Grace that I love. Grace says, Brian. As bad as social distancing is, at least it's giving us all a reminder that we can all stay connected with those we love when we don't see them. And I hope it's reassuring you that your friends will still be very much in your life when you move. Stay strong. Have a great move. That's so sweet. It is. Yeah. And I hope it's reminding all of us of that right now, whether it's like Mm -hmm, me and you, Jolenta, we live less than a mile apart, but we haven't seen each other in months now, (laughs) or whether it's the person who's across the country. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, right, we can use this time and be connected. And also, Brian's such a good example at that. Like, I just wish I was Brian right now. Uh, I wish I was Brian's friend now. Or hold on, are we Brian's friends now? Mm, I think we might qualify. I bet if we kept writing him, he'd write back. Oh, so we could try. That's what we have to do. We have to write letters to our future selves, send them to Brian, and then have Brian send them back to us. And then we can all be mm, friends forever. Perfect. <laughs> All right, we're going to go do that right now and take another break. But when we come back, we're going to share our We Love You recommendations for the week with you. And, of course, we're going to give you a preview of next week's episode. So we'll see you in a hot sec. Imagine bold, naturally aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger. Eating thick-cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag. (sighs) It's nice to dream about cheese for a bit. Tillamook Cheddar. Extraordinary dairy. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. All right, we are back. And now it is time for our We Love You recommendations for the week. These are things that filled our hearts with joy this week. 
Jolenta, what's your recommendation? Okay, so I spent about two days uh, getting very well acquainted with a TV series called Marcella. It's on Netflix if you're in the States. It's about a detective who gets called back to work, and you don't know why she isn't working, and it's like a two-season series so far. It's like campy but also prestige drama, and it's just like a very good escape. And so, like, Marcella, it is sort of like the Nordic-style noir detective, like, series that's in right now. But I love it also because it takes place in London. And London is my, I guess, Chicago, if I were Brian, where I'm like, that is the one of the only places where, similar to New York, whenever I'm there, I'm like, this I could do for real. Like, I feel like myself here and, like, a good version of me. So I love, like, detectives and murders and, like, basically city and house porn all taking place in London, all in Marcella, this TV series. It's very enjoyable. Ooh, that sounds really good, Jolenta. And I am like you. London is one of my other cities. As you know, I lived there for a while. And um, Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just great to know that there are places in the world you can go to and think, yeah, I could be happy here. I could really, really, really be happy here. Totally, (laughs) yeah. Like, I can exist outside of, like, the current bubble I exist in. Yes. Which is also fun to daydream about right now in general, because our bubbles be so teeny. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, but I need to hear your recommendation for the week, Kristen. What is it? So my recommendation is the 2002 book, The Devil in the White City, Murder, Magic, and Madness at the Fair that Changed America by Eric Larson. I'm sure a lot of you know about this book already. It was a huge international bestseller. It reads like a novel, but it's actually a history of the Chicago World's Fair and America's first serial killer, which, Jolenta, I know you love that. H.H. Holmes, right? (laughs) Yes, that's right. You do know this whole story. You know the whole story. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I know know my murderers. (laughs) I, I pulled that up. From memory, not did not check online. Yes, it is so good. The book follows two people, the architect behind the fairgrounds and this serial killer who makes the fairgrounds his mm. hunting grounds. And it is so fascinating. It is so suspenseful. It is so packed with interesting tidbits that you might not know about the city and about the fair. And I just love this book. And the reason I'm recommending it is because I personally, whenever I'm going to a new place, whether it's for a vacation or if I'm going to move to a new place, I love to read one to 10 books that are all about that city. Oh my gosh. You know, one to 10. <laughs> Classic you, Kristen. Oh my gosh. Well, my first year in New York, uh. I read, uh, my goal was to read one book about New York a week for the whole first year I was in New York. I gave up after like three months, but it was really useful. It just like put me in the mindset of New York. That's so cute. My first year in New York, I tried to read A Tree Grows in Brooklyn and like never got past like the third (laughs) chapter. And that's like a a children's book. (laughs) But that's how different you and I are. Well, it's not for everyone. Uh, You know, you can experience the whole story of the devil in the white city by just like looking at wikipedia also and reading all about holmes and his murders and so on but the book is very good the book is so good it is cinematic it is suspenseful it is so the world's fair is also fascinating in its own right yes it is it's just amazing this whole city that was built that was designed to be temporary and even though it was like the columns of greece and the acropolis and all these amazing things in chicago 
It was also designed to just essentially melt away after the fair was done. So it's Mm -hmm. a really fantastic book. It will get you excited about Chicago if you already have interest in Chicago. And even if you don't have interest in Chicago, it's just a really good story. So again, that's The Devil in the White City by Eric Larson from me and Jolenta from you. It's Marcella on Netflix. (laughs) All right. Well, you know what that means now that we have our We Love You recommendations out there in the world, Jolenta. It's our time. It's time to give you all, our listeners, a little teaser of next week's episode. Yes. I'm constantly in a battle with myself, and I just know that I feel really empty when I'm not doing something fun and creative. And it's just like a really hard place. And I would like to find some personal, deep satisfaction outside my job in a creative pursuit. Um, And I want to be able to feel proud of myself again by doing things that I love in my daily life more. That's Dipti, a woman who wishes she had more time for her hobbies. More time or uh, maybe more confidence to do them. Jolenta, don't give it all away. Don't give it away. That's it. That is it. That's all I'm going to say. And like, if you want to know more, you're just going to have to listen next week. And that's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is Lindsay Cradwell. Our editor is John Delore. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. Chris Bannon is our chief content officer. And Casey Holford composed our theme music and mixed this episode. Don't forget to stay in touch with us. Do you have a predicament you want help with? Do you have thoughts on a recent episode? Hit us up. Our email address is weloveyoupod at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at 601-LOVE-171. That's 601-568-3171. Or tweet us at We Love You Pod, at Jolenta G, and at Kristen Meinzer. And of course, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen. It helps other people find the show. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Until next time, I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. And remember, we love you. And so can you. You. Oh, thank you so much. This has been a wonderful experience. And I really appreciate all the advice uh, you gave me and um, even the vision board thing. <laughs> what do you mean, even? I don't. I don't follow. But okay, Brian. Stitcher. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.